This sheet is dedicated Le'il Nishmas, Rabbi Eliezer Dovud ben Reb Moshe, and his wife Frimit Baslaivi Halaivi Boldinger. Tahai Nishmusam Tzrida Betroir Hachaim. Yud Zayin Amit Aleph, five shulas before the Gemara is bed the second time, and the last word is Vishenosim. If anybody has leisure to come in the mornings, we have a very good Chabu every morning, all people with good heads, every morning a different Masifta. And also, a short second session every morning, 40 minutes on another Masifta. The second session always is in a different Masifta, different paddock in Provincia. And the first session is always in a different Masifta. They put their dread upon the land of the living. These, he's enumerating, who have no chalik and no lomhabo. They are sentenced to Gehenna. So one of these, these categories is those who put their fear upon the land of the living. What does that mean? He wants to explain sometimes it's essential for a leader to put his fear upon the people, like a king. Like it says, Soim Tosim Olechamela, should take, what does it say, Soim Tosim, a double language, you should put a king over you, to emphasize, should take a Mosel, his fear should be upon you, because without the fear of the king, the people go wild and make crimes. But when it's done, not for that purpose, then I call this Bolochu, take steps to punish that person. That's a leader. Puts excessive fear. So sometimes it's a mitzvah. A king has to reinforce his authority in order to help the tzibur or the nation or the community. But when he does it just because of his own purposes, his own pleasure, it makes people afraid of him. So he is a Yerish Gehenna. Omar Rav Yudah Marav called Parnas, every leader. Parnas means anybody, a Rav, or a governor, a Mela, a God, by anybody. Amar till Eimer Yisera, Allah Tzibah, Shalom Hashem Shomayim, Eimer Ben Talmud Hav. He won't see a Senna Talmud Hav. In those days, that was one of the very big punishments, because everybody wanted to have the glory of having children tell me the hacham. In ancient times, that was considered aristocracy. And he is being punished. Besides what he'll get in the next world, he won't have a son come out of him will be a Talmud hacham. Because people fear him, therefore, he won't see any wise men come from him. Say that little piece. Now this means he could have progeny that are millionaires or men in public life, but the privilege of having Talmidah Chachamim he won't have. Talmidah Chachamim is a special privilege for the parents because the Torah that they learn and that they teach accrues to the schools, to the merits of the parents. Bro, a son is considered the foot of his father. Even though the father is in the next world, the father is still walking around in this world in the person of his son. The merits of the children go to the parents' credit. But 
This already is too much for that man. He won't have a son who teach Torah and cause people to walk in the ways of Hashem and do mitzvahs. That big school shall lose. And therefore, all parents should strive that their sons should be people of Torah. At least they themselves should be Torah men who bring up their children in the ways of Torah. And certainly they can make them teachers of Torah. Doesn't mean Rabbonin. You can be a businessman and be a big teacher of Torah. There are plenty of businessmen who teach Torah and have a big influence in the Torah community. And therefore, their parents get that merit. It's a very big merit forever and ever. The children continue, and the children's children were brought up that way. And so, forever and ever, the merits continue to be compounded interest to the benefit of the parents who started this off. And they will be deprived of this privilege because they try to get too much out of life. They wanted to suck all the honey out of their position as leaders, and they did it to at the tsar of the people. They caused people to be afraid of them, so they're deprived of this.